Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. The solstice has been and gone. The sun starts its descent. But we fear no darkness, for we are friends at the fire pit, those who sit together to enjoy tales traditionally told. So welcome once again. I want to thank you ever so much for your continued support. The last couple of weeks have been incredibly busy, with journeys, trips, an audiobook and many podcast interviews. But I always know that here my friends are at the fire pit. So Diolch Galon, thank you ever so much for joining me. I have another tale for you today, one that you can enjoy, one of my favourites, an old one which I haven't told for a long, long time. So sit back, and if you can, and it's safe to do so, please close your eyes and let your imagination run wild in a tide of tales. Welcome, my friends, to the time between times. Imagine you are sat at the settee in your house. It's your favourite place. You feel so comfortable here. But your mind wants you to leave. You are drawn to the forest. It's the heart of summer, the beating heart of the brightest time of the year. So you get up, you look at your coat but leave it behind. Walk out your front door and down the path to the road. The cars are wishing by. The sun is still strong. Everything you touch is warm and you can feel it on your hand. But there is just a hint of cold. You take a right turn and head towards the forest. You see it stretching up in front of you, bright and green and full of life. You step inside its eaves and are now encased in shadow. There is the remnants of a path here, one well trodden by your shoes. You take step after step after step, and the heat of the sun starts to cool. Up ahead you see a babbling brook running freely through the forest. You arrive and reach down and place in your hands, and the cool of the water covers them. You carry on, over a little hill, until you see it in the distance, in between the trees, barely perceived but certainly there, the fire pit at the heart of the forest. You reach it, just as the sun and the moon are starting to share the same sky, because now is the time between times, the time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone, and the sky is grey, the time when the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer, wafer thin, so thin that for a few moments, just a few moments, you can reach into their realm, and for a few moments they can reach into ours. This is the time where your hand can clasp at the time between worlds, where the veil is thin. This, my friends, is the time between times. The storyteller begins his tale, his voice echoing through the clearing. And you relax 
all your worries and your cares wash away as you let yourself ride upon the story. Long ago and not far away, in the heart of Banai Brycheiniog, there is a lake so pure and clear that it seems to echo the sun itself. It's called Llinna Van Vach. There in the high mountains it sits like a mirror reflecting the stars. So still, so beautiful, so serene. Surrounded by great peaks topped with snow at all times of years. Many people travel there. Many take the long, winding path to its shores. Many look in and see how crystal clear it is. But our story happened long ago, when a young shepherd sat on its banks, watching his sheep. The day was as clear as clear can be. The sun shone in the sky. The lake was like a field of glass. And he thought how lucky he was. There he started to eat the bread that had been given him for that day. He ate his full, then took the last bit of the bread and threw it across the water. To his surprise, just as it should have vanished between the waters, a hand reached out and grabbed hold of the bread. A voice echoed in his mind. Hard-breaked is your bread. You will not marry me. The shepherd was confused. The shepherd was astounded. The shepherd was amazed and watched the lake all day. The next day he returned with soft-baked bread and again threw the last piece into the water. And as he did so, a hand once again came out and grabbed the bread. And a voice in his mind said, Soft-baked is your bread. You will not marry me. The shepherd did not know what to do. He called all his sheep back in, and the next day he arrived with no bread, but an apple. He left the last chunk of the apple, and then threw it as far as he could across the lake, where it landed with a splash, and sunk beneath the waters. He stood up and looked. All he could hear was the mewling of his sheep nearby. The place was so quiet. But then he saw her, rising from the lake, a great gown of green, and there on her head a crown of silver, the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. Her hair was long and black, her eyes was as bright as the moon, and she waded through the water towards him. He instantly fell in love. Whether she was a fairy or one of the goddesses of old, he did not know. But as she reached the banks, she started to speak to him in the voice that once echoed in his mind. Thank you for your gift. I will now be your wife, for I wish to live among the people of the hills. But know this. If you strike me three times, I will leave you forever and never return. Do you understand? Why would I strike you? For you are as beautiful as the brightest star. 
the shepherd and the lady of the lake went back to their town, and there they were married. Although many people looked strangely at this wonder the shepherd now married, they soon made a life for themselves. The shepherd's flock grew bigger, his cows gave more milk, his fields yielded more crops, and he became very wealthy. And after three years, both him and the lady had three beautiful children. But then things started to turn a little dark. One morning, they were preparing to go to a wedding. The townsfolk had all gathered outside and were ready to leave. The bride and the groom were about to go. And yet the lady was still sat in front of the mirror, brushing her hair. The shepherd became impatient, ran up the stairs and tapped her on the shoulder. As he did so, it felt like his whole life started to shudder. And she turned to him. You have struck me once. Do not do this again. He fell to his knees and started to cry. I am so sorry. I did not mean it. A year later, they went to a christening of a child born from the couple from the wedding of the previous year. And as they sat in the church, the shepherd was surprised when the lady sitting next to him started to cry loudly. The people all turned and looked at her, for why was she crying at such a solemn occasion? He again tapped her on the shoulder and said, Why are you crying? This is a christening. I see nothing but danger and darkness for this child, and for that I weep. And you have struck me a second time. If you strike me a third time, I will leave you forever. It was like a cloud passed over the church. Far away the rumblings of thunder were heard. And the shepherd placed his head down in prayer, for he had been foolish again. Another year passed, and sadly, like often happened in those days, the young child whose christening they had attended had died, and they were now at its funeral. All the people had gathered around, dressed in black. The service was over, when suddenly his wife started to laugh. Again the crowd turned and looked at her. Why was she laughing at such a solemn occasion? And he tapped her on the shoulder, and she turned to him and said, I laugh because I can see beyond this world. And I can see that child playing in happiness in the other world. Its joy is unbound. But you have struck me a third time. And I will leave you now. With that, she walked away in the direction of the lake. The shepherd started to follow her, but no matter how fast he ran, he could not keep up with the woman who walked the winding path towards Slinna van Vach. As she walked, all the sheep and cows and horses that they owned started to follow her. He reached the lake. Just as she started to walk into its waters, up to her knees, up to her waist, up to her chest. And then she turned to him and blew a kiss, 
reached into the water, picked up the old apple and threw it back to the shore. She disappeared under the water and all the animals followed her until they had all gone and vanished. The shepherd fell to his knees holding the apple core and then turned around as his three children joined him at the shore. "'Where's Mammy?' said one of them. "'Your mother has gone and will not return,' said the shepherd. Taking their hands, he walked back to their house, and there they lived for the rest of their days, never seeing the lady, their mother, ever again. Now what would be a tale tinged with sadness has a little bit of happiness in it, for those children grew up to be three famous physicians, the physicians of Madhvai they were known. Their healing powers were renowned throughout the land, for they were part of the Tulwith Tig. They were as beautiful as the morning and as vicious as the evening, but they were loved by all. Every day, a man would sit at the lakeside and wait for his wife, who never returned. But years later, when he was old and bent and grey, he walked into the waters, leaving this world behind, and vanished beneath the crystal water of the lake. It is said that at this time of year, where the sun is bright in the sky and the lake is still and serene, that if you sit on its edge and watch, and you are very, very lucky, you will see the water start to break and the lady of Llinnavanvach will reveal herself to you as she jumps out of the water to dance in the lake. The animals will be silent and watching as she spins and pirouettes and sings in a voice from the heavens themselves before vanishing again as the sun starts to fall. And that, my friends, is the bittersweet tale of the Lady of Llinna Van Vach. I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you felt it in your heart. I really hope you envisioned every moment. So leave the fire pit. Say goodbye to your friends. And take the winding path back to your house. But know this. Here there is always a place for you. At the heart of the forest. At the time between times. The time it's neither night nor day. But the sun has gone. And the sky is grey. Thank you ever so much for listening. Dioch am grando. And I will see you here. Soon. For another tale. Traditionally told. No stop.